I'm Delta Work, and it's time for Very Delta. She's the baddest. Ray Latre is here. But first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. M. Oh. M. Mom! Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Oh, are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Oh, like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be very Delta. I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and get Very Delta. Very Delta is for the woman who wouldn't have it any other way with some exceptions. But first, let's get into some things that are very Delta. Go off Delta! Let's fast forward to the end of the year because there's a list of words that I really am done with. Actually, it's a list of words that I've been done with for a few years. And every year there's like a social media roundup that says like, which year, which words are we getting rid of? Which words are we leaving in 2019? And then we don't leave them in 2019. They go to 20 and they go to 21 and 22 and 23. And here we are like, you know, approaching the middle of the summer of 2023. And there's words still hanging on that I'm tired of. And there's some that are just like a few weeks old that I'm already done with as well because they just don't make any sense. I mean, I, as an authority on things that don't make sense because half the shit I say doesn't make any sense, I feel like that makes me very equipped to tell people what also doesn't make any sense. So with that said, I don't need to hear anybody anymore coming up to me talking about cis. I don't want to, and I'm talking about the abbreviation for sister. If I've never met you before, just because we may be in the same building or we may be in the same show or we may be uh, both queer, I just find cis to be really kind of condescending if I've never met you before. I feel like it seems really weird to seem that familiar and that general about it. Um, I was just talking to a friend earlier and I, I used the phrase, I love you. And they said, don't be so free about that. But I really do love them. Uh, so maybe, you know, for some people, like there's only exact definitions of love. Like, are you uh, uh, in, in romantic love with them? Or maybe this is your child. But I think you can love people for, you know, what they what they do with you, what they do for you or what they bring out of you. You can love them in that manner as well. But sis, like, it just seems so condescending and so flip, like. I just met you and now we mean the world to each other. Like that's just there's something about that just doesn't work for me. It just seems very strange and sort of degrades the other people that you like really refer to as somebody who has shown their true colors as somebody who is even more than just a friend. They're like that family feeling. Um, sis is just odd. And it's also, you know, the, the, the condescending nature of that also comes in, in social media posts when people will like, maybe they're trying to detract from what you're saying. And they're like, hold on, sis. I think what you mean is, and it's almost this like, it's the same as, um, 
when somebody calls somebody sweetie. Like, oh, hey, sweetie. Oh, come here, darling. Like, it's so... It's so perched with like a straw stirring a drink. Oh, come here, darling. I have something to tell you. Come here, sis. Like it just, it's smarmy. It comes off really, really smarmy. And another thing, uh, it's almost a phrase, I guess. It's not really a word. Is the, uh, I said what I said. Like people do that all the time. She said what she said. Like, If that's your response to everything, like we're going to sprinkle these things in here and there in conversation. But when people like on on TikTok, there's a lady who said uh, she has an account. And one thing that she does is shows videos of people doing really kind of questionable recipes. And she'll say, everyone's so creative. Now people have taken that and then they just respond to anything with that, even if it has nothing to do with the context of that phrase. They just don't know what else to say and they saw somebody else get a reaction from that because it's and they're like, oh, I want to say something sarcastic. I'll just say that and apply it to a situation. And it's like, that doesn't really... Like, I think it's great, you know, people create catchphrases and they get going, but then sometimes people, it just doesn't seem to fit. Like, it just doesn't, it seems like you're just saying that or someone is just saying that uh, because they don't have anything else to say. I have certain words that I use over and over and over that probably sound fucking stupid all the time, but, you know, I'm the only one on this microphone, so I'm the only one that's going to talk about it. That's just how I feel. That's just how I see it. And that's just the way it's going to be. Purely. That's very Delta. Um, Very. Maybe people don't like very. Who doesn't like very? Everybody likes very. Very is a lifestyle. Very is very is not a misused term unless you're not very. And I, I think everyone has the opportunity to be very, very Delta. Oh, and I can't with Hunty. I can't with. People thinking, I, I don't know what, what if they think it's like 10 years ago or something. And it's and it's like. It's like they'll use it and think somehow it's like hilarious. Like for for a long time in my mind, honey is. Uh, is a, is a sweet way to refer to someone, right? H- honey, hi, come here, honey. Hey, honey. And then it becomes a little bit condescending when some, it's it's the tone that makes it condescending. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, honey. Like I, I have friends that do that all the time. Like, right, we're like, honey. And we'll say that and it means like, you know, ooh, that's extra. Like whatever's happening is the most. Or it can also mean, you know, some people will be like, oh, look at this bitch. Or they'll say like, bitch because that's like that what you're doing is it and then it's like oh bitch like it's your face it's the way it sounds like those are the things that matter when you're trying to uh make fetch happen do you know what i'm saying like if you're trying to make something happen there has to be a storyline and how you're saying it and and who you're saying it to because it doesn't resonate the same way for everyone it just doesn't it just won't it just can't um, but honey is one. And then it be, honey became like H U N N Y like honey. I think people thought like if they put more N's or something and then it was hunty, 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 hunty. Well, cunty that's from a song, right? Feeling like an orchid. But then some people said hunty. And then of course people appropriated Henny from Stacey Lane Matthews, who is known for saying Henny 
for everything because she's from the South and it's beautiful and it rolls off her tongue and it sounds gorgeous. And again, it's related to a person. And so those references, it makes sense when you're talking about that. But then when you see like, I don't know, Fashion Nova (laughs) sending me a, a text alert or an email and they're like, uh, they'll say, hey, sis, uh, we have a deal for you. Don't let this one go. Sis, from Fashion Nova? From a corporation? I don't know. I guess they figure we're talking to young people and, and people that, uh, you know, our, our client base is, is young people that are trendy and want to know what's happening. So they just jump on that bandwagon and then people just run with it. And they're like, sis, sis for everything. Oh, hey, sis, it's Christmas. Fam as another one. Fashion Nova will send a message. Hey, fam, you want to come check out these fits? Fam? Like, but people do that all the time. Like, there's companies that, you know, the way, obviously, it's a marketing thing. To, the way to make you feel like you're part of something is to say, like, hey, such and such fam, we've got a deal for you. And then I guess people can't say outfit anymore. So you have to say fit. Like, this is the fit. The first few times I heard fit over the past year or so, um, I thought that was relating to the first few, the first few times I heard fit and not even the first few times, like the first few months, I thought I was not really understanding. And I thought that they were talking about uh, like fit, like fitness. It was short for fitness. So check out my fitness wear is what I thought it was. But then I realized they're talking about, no, my whole outfit. I just, it's very, very difficult and taxing to say outfit. So it's like, Hey fam, You want to check out my fit? Sis, it's lit. It's lit? Like, or fire. Like, whenever I put a fire emoji and somebody's like, I I mean, like, ooh, this is hot. Like, that to me, that's hot. But maybe I'm using it wrong because people literally say, oh, my gosh, I love this bottle. It's fire. Well, do you have to find another word for it's hot? Or am I just old? I must just be old because I still say, oh my gosh, that's so hot. That's hot. I love that top. That's hot. I never say like, ooh, that's fire. That's, ooh, I love your fit. It's fire. I just see, it seems so odd. But maybe that's what I have to get into. Like, maybe I have to realize that like, hot is not the word. (laughs) I guess hot's not the word. Fire. That's fire. These peas are fire. Mmm, I love that. I love your body spray. It's really fire. Fire. Those tennis shoes, those platform tennis shoes that you're wearing because your feet hurt, those are fire. Wow. I love that. that or when people say, I love that for you. That's not really, that's another phrase that we can get rid of because people are only saying that to be cunty. Nobody else is saying that for any other reason than to be a fucking cunt when they go, I love that for you. Mm, I love that. But then again, all this falls into that whole category of people that are like, my personality is being really mean to people. Like, I'm just going to be mean. Oh, love that for you. Oh, hey, fam. Love the fit. Like there's, you know, that again, stirring the drink and sipping. Mm, I'm a bitch. That's my personality. Oh, come on. Just be cool there's two other phrases that had to go away so long ago. Like, lo- like 
off the top, I said these needed to, like there's phrases that just keep carrying over. Realness needs to go away. Stop. Like I the, oh, I love your gold hand realness. No, there's really a gold hand there. It's not like mocking something else that was going to be there. This is the one. This is the gold hand. Like this is, there is, there's not a realness. It's not suggesting that there could be another one, but this is the only other one like it. This is the one. So if somebody says, oh, I'm going to the, uh, the Academy Awards and I'm going to wear a beautiful black gown and it has beading. And then somebody else goes, ooh, I love your Academy Awards realness. No, I'm really there. I really am wearing the dress. This is really a formal gown. I'm really at the red carpet. I'm really here. So there's no need to say that this is suggesting like almost there. This is there. We're there. We're here. It's not, there's no, we watch it on the competition show. Um, the category is whatever. Ooh, yes. Uh, ca category is uh, uh, bananas on the runway and Love this yellow dress realness. Ooh, you're giving me yellow realness. R realness what? It's really happening. It's really happening. And it also goes hand in hand with vibes. Like, ooh, I'm wearing a sun hat. I'm wearing a bathing suit. I'm wearing a Pareo wrap. I have on uh, copper tone uh, lotion. I have a sandwich in this bag. And I have a Danielle Steele book. And I'll see you later. I'm going to the beach. Ooh, I love your beach realness. Didn't I just fucking say I'm going to the beach? Didn't I just... Aren't you seeing me in a bathing suit with a wrap and a sandwich and a book laying on the sand? Like that, it's really happening. It's really happening right now. And they'll go, oh, I love the vibes. I love your beach vibes. Vibes? What, what, I don't understand like how it's just like, there's like a reverberation. Like I, I'm not really getting beach, but I'm, I could see that you're hinting towards beach. You couldn't get more beach than this. There's no vibes of the beach. Like if I'm, Ooh, I, mm, I see you're going to Palm Springs. Uh-huh. Oh, and you're laying out at the pool. Ah, I'm getting pool vibes from you. You are, you're getting pool vibes. I'm laying at the pool. I'm, I'm laying down at the pool. The sun is burning me. I'm drinking a Mai Tai with an umbrella in it. And my feet are in the pool. And you're getting the vibe. You're getting pool day vibes. What else do I have to do to show you that I'm actually at the pool, actually enjoying it? What would be, what would go, I no longer, uh, I'm no longer, there's no more vibrations. There's no more vibes. I'm now, I have realized that you're at the pool. What would I need to do? Would I need to like be cleaning the pool? Would I need to wear a shirt that says actual pool day, not vibes? Like what, what is it? What is it? There has to be something where you can go. I don't know. If I walked into this room right now and I saw a box that had some red balloons in it, just kind of peeking out. And then over in the corner, I saw a cake. But none of these things were set up on a table. I would say, I'm getting the vibe that we're going to be doing a celebration soon. Is that is that what's going on? That's a vibe. Because it's not laid out on purpose. It's put to the side. But there seems to be all of those trappings that are not normally around. And I'm just getting the vibration that something's about to happen. If it's already happening, then you're not getting the vibes. It already happened. It's realized. 
But there is a word or a phrase that I'm very behind. It's something that moving forward, we constantly need to be using. And that is very Delta. Everything that you can think of needs to be evaluated on a very or not very basis. This salad is very Delta. This salad could be very Delta. It only has the vibes of very Delta. But if it had these three other things, it would be very Delta. But nothing can really be more right on the head of very Delta unless you've sat back and evaluated it and thought, okay, what are the components of very Delta? Is it sickening? Is it uh, a value? Is it uh, something you can't uh, ascertain anywhere else? You know, that is very Delta. Is it enjoyable? Is it realistic? Uh, Is it something that I want to repeat over and over and over? That's very Delta. Keep moving forward with the things that you know are very Delta. These pieces of artwork are very Delta. A lot of perfume is very Delta. Books are very Delta hands. My hands are small, I know, but I buy big hands because I like big hands all around me. They're very, very Delta. Do you want to see me take a break? Because I think you want to see me take a break. Coming up, Rhea Littre gets very Delta. That is the tea. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders, You can have an online store, you can sell your products directly on your site, and they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. We are back. We are here with the baddest. And if you did not know that she's the baddest, you can look at all of her social media and it will let you know. The one and only Rayla Latre is here. Yeah, you know, you don't only have to look at my social media. You could also just Google the bitch. And it will say drags baddest it bitch. It really will. It really will. Yeah. You actually... Uh, we're really on the pulse of branding before I kind of knew what branding was. Cause uh, I tell people all the time when I came off of drag race, I really was not in, I didn't get social media and you were like, Thea, you have to have social media. And I'm like, what do you mean? You were like, not just a personal page. You need a work mm-hmm. page. And so Rhea is the one that was like, you will be needing to upload videos to, to, uh, 
to YouTube, like mm -hmm. just anything you do, get that going. You need a fan page. Mm -hmm. You need all these things. Or just, just a MySpace. You had yeah. nothing. You were a showgirl. And uh -huh. you went to the club and you did your gig and everyone was enamored. And then when everyone went home and looked on their computer, they really couldn't see or find who Delta Work was. So that's why I think it was when you got on the race. Yeah. And you I were was like, like, oh, Thea, this is it. This is it. This is all going to change for you. We're getting you your Facebook, your MySpace, your Twitter, your all of that. And you and, did all um, of that. You like yeah. literally set all of that up for uh -huh. me. And, and you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> no, really, though. And that got me going because, you know, forever I had, of course, a, a regular Facebook, uh, a, a, a fan page. I was on Twitter. And then there just got to this point where I was like, oh, I don't know. I think I'm just good on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then that was fine for me. And I think people have moved in different directions with stuff. But um, all of that really mattered because that's really how we market ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's how we get ourselves out there for people to see what you're doing, that you're still viable, that you're still something's happening. And I really uh, kind of do take it to heart, even though I don't have the most followers. I do think the people that follow me, I like them to know, like, here's a picture of me today. Here's a reel of what I did today or or just something, uh, well, right? Well, you have more Ray attention than a lot of people on the internet. So it's not really about the followers. It's about the kind of Ray attention you get. And that means how many people are watching your stuff. Mm. Um, and then there's not one time that you'd scroll past my page and I'm not like, wait, let's see what Stelta is doing. Okay. You know, uh, and, and back in, in the days when... Uh, we put you on social media. Social media was new. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it, that's not how you marketed yourself back in the day. How, I mean, let's get into Dolly Levi. You couldn't even take a picture or video of her at right. all because she was sag after and you weren't doing that. Right. And that's the way Hollywood was. But uh, with the internet and social media, um, it all changed. And I really wanted the people that I looked up to and the people that I inspired to be like, uh, to learn those things. And I was glad to be able to person be the person to do that for them. Yeah, and in doing that, uh, we transitioned into the pandemic mm -hmm. with you at the front of that again because you were like, guess what we're doing? I mean, it was literally like lockdown happened and you were like, guess what? There's a show on Monday. Uh -huh. We're doing a show and you were like, get it together. What 90s song are you doing? You it, called me immediately. It was a joke. It no. was a joke on the phone. So everything uh, got shut down and I was like, I, do my, I did my Monday night party at Foo Bar called Makeout Mondays, which I still do now at Rocco's because uh, we lost Foo Bar. But um, I was like, who's going to tell me that I'm not going to perform in drag? Right. And I felt very attacked. Right. I felt very like, why are you coming for me? This is what I do. And I was talking to my friend on the phone. And I was like, I'm going to do it on Instagram Live. She was like, girl, no. I said, no, bitch. I'm going to do my show on Instagram Live. And then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my Venmo and see if people tip me. She goes, girl, you are crazy. I said, watch. I said, watch. you want to do it with me? You can go live with me. And we just, after an hour, we curated the whole quarantine queen yeah. phenomenon. And it was the first digital drag show ever in a digital drag show format. Yeah, you did. And I remember uh, you were like, I have a spot. Like, what do you want to do? You can do it as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. We did like a 90s thing. I remember I did Lisa Loeb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it, that's when I realized... Oh my God, this actually, some of us were able to transition into it so easy. And like you said, as long as it's in this frame here, you mm -hmm. don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah. You really don't. No, like, I'm someone that stresses about everything because I try to have my T's crossed and my I's dotted. But like, 
I was had to stop stressing out because girl, it's only in that one little box. So like anyone out there that was like stressing around, uh, you know, setting up their set or like what they were wearing or what kind of prop they were using, girl, just put it on the little box. It'll all work out. I I really learned uh, off of Quarantine Queen how to stress a little bit less, but that is also a lie. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. But it was so fun because some people were not able to. Uh, weren't able to really sail through the pandemic and and still make some money and be viable. But some of us were able to do it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I really think that groundwork that you laid in saying social media is going to be important. And then me along the way going, and here it is. Mm -hmm. And here's why it's important Mm -hmm. Uh, in more than one way, not just because you want to tell people where you're working, but now it's your livelihood. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's really, really important. Um, uh, maybe not everybody knows this, but everybody in Southern California knows this. Um, we are very like raised and have sort of like families that may not carry the exact names, mm-hmm. but there are definite families. And you have several drag mothers, mm-hmm. as many of us do. Yeah, I, I have. I have two drag mothers and one house mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two drag mothers are your sister Raja Gemini, mm-hmm. uh, which Gemini is not her last name, but. Thanks to me, that is because of social media. Right. Uh, and Mayhem Miller, which yeah. is also the same exact story, which Mayhem Miller was not her last name. Right. It was not. Her Her name was, uh, what did she want it to be? She wanted to be Mayhem Bizzle. Yeah. And I, yeah. Was, and I was on Facebook. I was like, no, Ma, you are not having your last name as Bizzle. Yeah. We're, we're not going to be from the house of Bizzle. Right. But now looking back, like, it's kind of big. It's kind of big. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. But Miller is my government last name. Right. She didn't want to use her government last name. So I was like, just throw mine on there for a second. And you know what? It's when tough. you're lazy and you just let it sit there, it just sticks. <laughs> exactly. And people think that's your name. And you're yeah. like, well, I guess well, it, it is, is now. now. It is now. Hey, Mayhem Miller all over the world. You cannot miss her. Right. No, that's that's 100% for, for real. Um, you also, uh, I mean, we're in a place where like sometimes the words that we say were like, oh, we used to say that all the time and now we can't say that. Mm-hmm. Or um, so the T like, word. Yeah. The T word. It, it's in the song. Let's have a Kai Kai with Willem and I. Right. And it's it was a uh, almost like a sisterhood endearment term. It's just something that we all called each other, you know, um, and, and through time and uh, through people voicing how they felt about the right. word, we do not use that word anymore. Right. Um, so I'm looking forward to the Raya mix, Willem. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> but I mean, if we're going to throw all the words together, transcontinental. Whoever. <laughs> I mean, just throw them all together. Girl, throw them all. Hey, that was a band. Right. And it was a sickening band. A force. And this was pre-drag race so this is uh before drag was a huge phenomenon and we were selling out house of blues key club uh the cover of uh frontiers magazine which was a huge magazine in la at the time uh and it was consisted of myself uh kelly mantle willem vicky detox alaska was in it um uh, Alexis Arquette was in it, mm-hmm. um, and it was just uh, it was incredible. We did covers of rock bands, yeah, and, and like it was sick. Mashed up Gaga and Metallica, and it was it was dope. I loved it. 
Yeah, it was sick. Speaking of Gaga, I remember um, when uh, you brought Gaga to, like, I think you brought Gaga to Rage, and I want to say Lucky Sundays, yes. but I don't remember if it was on the same night, but I remember Chad was like, yeah, Ray is coming, and she's going to be bringing this singer, like, her name's Gaga, and we were like, what? Who is that <laughs> even? Oh, sick. Like, everyone. You, right? And we were like, she can get ready in the bathroom, no, I guess. Like, Ooh, Lady Gaga. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Lady Gaga. And we like, were like, shut up. Oh, it's one of Ray's friends. Friend. <laughs> I know, and you were like, no, you guys, you're really gonna like her. She's super nice. We were like, yeah, it's cool. Like, and then everyone was like, oh, you know, Rhea. She knows a lot of people. Like, Rhea just brings people around, and like, Rhea's down for whatever. And then like later, we were all, oh, dear. damn. Well, you know who really came for me was Raja. She really came for me when I got my. I'll never forget. We were outside of Los Tacos, and uh-huh. it was right after Fubar, and we were sitting there, and uh, I was like, look at my new tattoo, and she was like. What the fuck did you do to your perfect skin? She was so mad. She goes, for a one-hit wonder? Like, she fuck. was like, I was like, she's going to be Madonna. Like, she was was not getting it. And here we are. And here we <laughs> are, bitch. Here right, we are. right. Do you only make out on Mondays or do you make out on other days as well? Oh, I make out on every day that ends with Y. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Especially now. Especially now I have a boyfriend. I can stick my tongue inside of any hole I want. Yeah. 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 I love it. Have you ever made out at Make Out Mondays? Oh, yes. Are you kidding me? that's your event. That's what everyone knows. Make Out Mondays, it is at uh, Rocco's. And it is a free drag show, which is unheard of now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's a midnight drag show, no cover, one go-go dancer. I like one because I like for him to capitalize on all the tips. And I have the fiercest go-go every week. He's yeah. the winner of Out TV's Go-Go for the Gold. His name is Rico TV. He is so incredible. And no one is as full out as him. Um, and then I have my house. I have all of my kids. So Nick Latray, Bibble, Vicious, Diamond, Joelle, my son Rob Flo on camera, my boyfriend Isaiah on lights. We got DJ Liv every week. Um, and JoJo Guad's coming and stopping by. You know, it, it, it's, it really is a family event. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we come from like a kind of family aspect of drag, right. um, which I feel like we've kind of lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I caught the tail end of that. And I really like to keep that going on Mondays. So it, it very much is a House of Latre family event. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, I don't want to speak out of school, but that's what one of the things I do best is <laughs> speak out of fucking school. <laughs> Teach me. I still, I stand behind every fucking person, especially in LA, who's like, Shouldn't Rhea have been on Drag Race like <laughs> at least 10 years ago? Like, and I don't know if it's ever been a thing or it's ever happened. I know we did like the casting special. Mm-hmm. Well, and that all was that. my that was my debut. That was my everything. Yeah. That was my that was my drag race moment. So if you're looking for my future drag race moment, just rewind to the season three casting special. Right. And you were there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, back then, I was really, really, really trying to get on the show. But we knew we were not going to be on the show. We knew that it was for TV. We knew that it was uh, just being filmed for that. Right. Um, but over the years, um, and just growing and learning more about drag and more about what I stand for and more about what I want to do, I realized that drag race is, is not part of my path. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Everyone out there that is freaking out, oh my God, Rhea said that she doesn't want to be on Drag Race. There's a nail in the coffin. No, it's fine. There are a lot of singers that do not want to be on American Idol. You know what I mean? Right. And there there are other avenues in which I found success. <clears throat> and um, I want my drag to be, you know, 
a testament to all the other young queens out there that are just like, maybe, maybe what if I don't get on Drag Race? I'll never make it. No, bitch, go out there and persevere and you'll do right. something with your career. Right. That's a beautiful, it's a beautiful way to look at it. And I know you do mean that. I, I really do mm -hmm. know that you mean that because that's just how you conduct yourself. But I guess there's just part of us that like, you know, even me, somebody who has like, you know, a burned bridge and 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 water under that bridge mm -hmm. with with the TV show. I still am a huge fan and I still watch people and like we you know I'll watch like this past season and I'm like imagine Rhea thrown into that mix. Like imagine what Rhea Girl, would do, do what Rhea would think, say. Do you not think that every time that I right. see a mother tucking lip sync that I'm looking and being like Girl, I would mop these hoes. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. Um, but you know what? There will be my time and place for that. And right. I will have my my moment. But my favorite thing about Drag Race is seeing all of my friends. Of course. Seeing all of, of my course. friends on the show. It is so amazing. And I travel and do gigs. And like, especially like Anitra. Anitra, who has been this incredible entertainer in Vegas for years. I've been seeing forever. And I've been like, bitch, when people like see this hoe, they're going to go off. Right. And now look, like she is a front runner. She is such a huge star. And uh, I just love talking about Anitra because she was kind of like, um, nobody had really heard of her before or seen her. And that just goes to show that there is so much sickening talent out there in right. drag um, outside of whatever you're exposing yourself to. So get out there and see some new shit. Yeah. For sure, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, what does a white party global ambassador do? Suck dick between parties. So you do you don't make out at those parties. You, no, I suck there. Right, right, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You, no, you, White Party Palm Springs is incredible. And I don't just want to be a whore about it because White Party Palm Springs is a huge part of my coming out story. It was the first ever gay party I ever went to. Really? That's first, a big one to go to as your first one. I, I almost had a heart attack. I had never seen so many gay men together. Mm -hmm. And to see so many beautiful gay men with such great spirits about them, all feeling proud about who they were, and all matching, wearing white, and dancing under the same music, it mm -hmm. was just like, uh, it was jaw dropping for me and I just I couldn't handle it Flava came out with like a 60 piece orchestra and I had never seen drag before and I was just like mind boggled right. I didn't know that drag was like I was going to end up being a drag queen but I knew that drag was going to be like a huge part of my life which is why I then started finding drag shows and then right. started going to Peanuts and seeing you and Raven and Raja mm -hmm. and um, that's how I really got inspired to do drag yeah I mean, you've 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 done all of the gigs throughout Southern California. I mean, really, obviously outside of that. But when it comes to Southern California, if someone mentioned a club, I know that you're like, oh, I've had an experience there. Oh, yeah. I know every bit of those clubs, all the people. Mention one in the world. Club. Another club. Uh, yeah, bus, girl. Another bus. So, <laughs> you know, don't come for me and my resume, honey. All you got to do is Google. Oh, the resume? <laughs> the the resume? The God. <laughs> Idiot. Mayhem cannot handle it either. The Rayism. The Rayisms. The Rayism. They're there. Hi, it's me, Raya. Hi, it's me, Raya. See, okay, we can we talk about that story? Because you br you bring this up a lot, and this is this is in San Diego, and I haven't explained to you why I said hi, it's me, Raya. Because I know why, but I, go ahead. Oh, but I had not seen him in years. And I had I didn't wear wigs the first seven years of my career. Uh -huh. And so I was feeling like very like Ooh, glamour. I think uh -huh. I had hair on. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, feeling it. And he was like, hey. And I thought I felt like he looked through me. And I was like, hey, it's me, Rhea. And you guys have been running with that since. 
And um, I do say that constantly. Hey, it's me, Rhea. Hi, uh -huh. it's me, Rhea. Uh -huh. And I don't catch it until I say it, and I'm like, wow, I really do Rhea mind people what I my mean, name is. Rhea mind uh -huh. people? Yeah, I'm full of them. This is the beginning Rhea of the podcast. Get ready. <laughs> I Rhea mind people. You are a fool. Uh-huh. What about if we take a Brea rake? Ooh, well, Brea got me a piece of that. <laughs> that was a stretch. Does this episode of Very Delta make my art look gorgeous? And we are back with the gorgeous Rhea. Um, where does Latre come from? Uh, okay, so listen. Latre, okay, Rhea is the mother of all the Greek gods. And Latre is the name of a rock that Apollo gave to her in some story that I read. But after years of doing drag with that name, mm -hmm. I finally realized the pun. There's a pun. I, I don't. No? You're a, a brick? A Nori. Rock is, a rock is a brick? Nori. Rail a tray. Like, rail a tray. Oh. oh. Isn't that brilliant? Wow. Yeah, isn't that nice? Now all of my friends have something to think about. So you created <laughs> the pun even though you didn't intend for there to be a pun. You just realized it could be one. No. A, a legendary Hollywood icon created the pun and his name is Candy Ass Hollywood. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> he was the editor of Odyssey Magazine, which was the premier nightlife magazine in L.A. Um, Sneech of the week. Sneech of the week. Uh, have you been Sneech? Once. Oh, I was once, same. Yeah. I think you only get it once. Yeah, you only get it you once. You only get it once. Starbelly Sneech of the week. It's from Dr. Seuss. But, Candy ass was crazy. If you had a little idea, it would end up in the magazine. It yep. was nuts. Um, and Odyssey was just amazing for LA because uh, it really brought nightlife together because you couldn't wait to like open up the Odyssey and see if you got yeah. your picture in there. Yep. Um, there was also the F list. So you also wanted to see if you were on like the F list, which was the primary faggot list, which these mm -hmm. are all things that we could not get around, get away with right. saying now. Right. I think I just, I just, I really, really owe a lot to that magazine because um, I was able to travel the country with the magazine. I was able to be in the magazine. I was able to write with the magazine. So I got to give big ups to Mike Everard mm -hmm. and uh, Candy Ass who did that magazine. Bitch, by the way, did you see Mike Everard on Catfish? No. Did you see Sham on Catfish? No. Oh my Wait, what God. do you mean? It is on the latest episode of Catfish. Mike catfished Sham and he catfished Sham as Aram aka Prince Jasmine on Twitter <laughs> and if you are um, a queer person on Twitter and you scroll oh, through and you like to watch great God. things you know who Prince Jasmine is <laughs> you know who Sham is from his artwork with WoW uh -huh. and Mike Everett was a producer of uh, of Odyssey. So this was like a trifecta that uh -huh. like I was like, I was dying when I saw it on Catfish. That's crazy. <laughs> if you're looking for a prince, well, here I am. Fuck. <laughs> it was everything. Have you ever been catfished? No, I usually am the catfish. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That's like back in the day of like um like AOL, uh like uh, M for M uh -huh. or 
or it was, uh, again, another term we're, we're not advocating, but the room was called like SoCali She-Males. Ooh. Uh-huh. Or uh, TVTS for um, M. What about um, Transpassions.com? Uh-huh. Remember that Trans-passions. one? Transpassions. <laughs> I got so many guys on there. Did you? Oh, I used to hit it in drag so much. I oh. I, I just only wanted to be fucked in drag. Mm-hmm. Only. It was just, I think it was the performance aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Because out of drag, it was like, it was great. Like, I was feeling it, but like, it wasn't Raya. It was a different time, though, it, because, yeah. there was, there, because there was Peanuts and because there was like the... Um, uh, the Queen Mary in Studio City, like mm-hmm. there was a, there was a vibe where not only were people doing this online, they would take this to like clubs, mm-hmm. where that were catered to a certain clientele, yeah, right. And then there were so many magazines running around, like you would get all of the. Um, oh, what was the one like LA Express uh-huh. or the, back, I mean, the, the original back page, original back page, yeah. friends and lovers. There was also at the time, of course, Craigslist mm-hmm. where everything could happen. Oh, honey, you guys do not know how good Craigslist was. Anything you wanted. If you wanted a cheese grater, boom. Right. If you just wanted cheese. Right. Boom. You know, and if you wanted them dick cheese. Oh, then boom. hello. Goodbye. They were there in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It just depend. It just depend on where you wanted and where you wanted to drive to. Misconnections. 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 Do you ever see that one that flips around? It's like, um, it's like a misconnection that was like, uh, I, I was something like I was in the Whole Foods aisle and you farted, mm-hmm. and I was attracted to it. And uh-huh. it's like it's a viral thing that floats around. I have to find it. It's hilariously stupid. Yeah, come back next week. Give me your cuisine preference. Right. <laughs> Um, you had Makeout Mondays originally over at Fubar, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you you had to have been around at this time. Maybe not. Actually, no, I don't think you were. But back in the day, there used to be a queen named Coco, and there was a queen named um, Jersey Shore, who now lives in Palm Springs. But they lived here, and we used to do a show at Fubar when it was called Rafters. Rafters. And I just came across a, a paper flyer for it. And it has this like what looks like a, a shadow of D-Light dancing. Uh-huh. And it's like presented by Jersey Shore, hosted by Delta Work, Rafters. And it was like the year before Rafters became FUBAR. And Jay Crimis was there. Like, was Did Jay do Rafters he, as well? He was there. I, I think he was maybe worked there Work. or was just transitioning into the new bar. I don't know how that worked, but that's where I met Jay. Was the, And that was like... I mean, that had to be late 90s. Like, when did Yeah, that was before me for sure. Yeah. Um, but I do remember um, seeing Raja there she, when oh. she was go go dancing at Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and Hot Dog. Mm-hmm. And Hot Dog. That, that's, I came in around like, I think West Hollywood Nightlife around 2006. Five, six, okay, okay, seven in drag because I was dabbling in drag in Riverside. Right, that's right. where I was like I was learning, and I was like I found my drag mother there. Um, I met Raja there. Uh, DJ West, thank you so much for yeah. you know I I know we don't talk anymore, but uh, thank you so much for that opportunity because doing drag idol changed my life mm-hmm. for sure. It changed a lot of people's lives. Drag idol was so. Fun. It was epic. Mayhem used to jump into that dirty fountain and flip it all around. That's what made me fall in love with her. She uh-huh. did how many licks? She dumped into the fountain, and I looked at her, and I said, that's my mother. 
Do you remember when um, Wes would do like uh, Divas in the Mix? He would call oh, it. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Barbara. Uh-huh. Barbara. Everyone was Barbara. Divas in the Mix. Everyone was Barbara. And then there would be like every August, you knew it was going to be the Madonna birthday party for mm-hmm. Wes. Every... And we would get ready in that kitchen. All the over... giveaways from Orlando Puerta. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. How funny. Yeah, bitch. Good times, though. I know. Such good times. Um, there is something that we always do and it's, it's, I, it's our love language. I don't know where it came from, why it came, why it came about, but we just do, um, sometimes message each other uh-huh. with a, they're, they're a bit like they're guttural, but they're mm-hmm. also bird sounds, Between? but they're, um, they're and I say they're sounds of rapture. Well, I know where it comes from. Okay. It comes from you and Raja uh-huh. and porn. Uh-huh. And hua, we need it. Uh-huh. Ha, hua, and then, and I remember watching it. You guys did a video. There was like some kind of video you guys did. I watched it over and over. And yeah. then we all just started corresponding that way. We, and yeah. It started <laughs> with the, uh, <laughs> Like it started that, yeah, and then we just it went off into other things. And then you go outside and you see the birds and you tweet a little. <laughs> can can you can you give us a can you give us a make out Mondays like thirty second one? Who we be? And these can go, these will be, honestly, if we haven't talked for like a few months, it's like, uh, I'm going to have to drop one. Uh-huh. I really, really am, for sure. And people think we're insane, which uh-huh. we are. But and then you get it back and it's literally the exact same. We don't say a word to each other. No. It's, it's just a nyanyas. Yeah. And it's basically like, I'm almost there. Mm-hmm. I'm almost there, but I'm like, you know what it is? It's almost like a very beautiful lyrical edging <gasps> session. Straight out of my mouth. I was going to yeah. say edging. It's an edging, edging session. Edging. And you never come. <laughs> no, you never do. You never do. No. Um. Uh, I, I was thinking about Gaga when we said edge because then I was thinking of uh, edge of glory. But then what if we had a song called I want to edge with Lori? <gasps> Lori, Who's Lori Blitz, though? Lori Blitz. Oh, I'll edge with her. <laughs> she she probably finished me off. Actually. She probably would. She probably would. I want Lori edge. Blitz. Shout out. Did you say you brought a prop with you? I did. I brought. Um. There's no way. There's no way that I was going to show up to Very Delta uh-huh. without a fragrance. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh huh. So I want you to smell it. Okay. And I want. I don't want you to see it. Okay. I want to see if you can. You can guess what it is, okay. maybe. I'm not gonna look. Do you want to spray it on me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? Wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Just do it a little round. Oh. Oh, this is a moment. I know this. Uh huh. You got to. I know this. I know it is. It's not Giorgio. It's um. Here, I'll give you two clues. Okay. It's um. A color and a thing. It's not white diamonds. White diamonds. It is white diamonds. White diamonds. How do I not know white diamonds? But you knew it. You knew it. 
Uh, and this was a gift uh-huh. from my friend Daniel Franchesi. Uh-huh. And he came to the bar and gave it to me. And I was like, oh, you're rich. It's so strange that I do. You know who this who who wears this a lot, and I always know her for this, is Alexis Mateo. Mm. It's her fragrance. Alexis Mateo loves that. But I think everybody should get into it. You know what it is, is that I have white diamonds, but because I'm such an Elizabeth Taylor like uh, fan of all the fragrances, you know you can get white diamonds, uh, you can get diamonds and rubies, diamonds and sapphires, you can get rare pearls. Wait, these are all different They're all scents? Her, just like 18 different fragrances. And isn't Red Door her as well? Uh, this is Elizabeth Arden. Oh, okay. Right, okay. from the uh, Red Door Salon. But my favorite that you might love is called Diamonds en Rouge. <gasps> and it's like white diamonds, but it's more spicy, less okay. floral. That's really good. White Diamonds Night. And if you like it more vanilla, you would like... Uh, White Diamond's Legacy, which is brand mm. new. Listen, if you were not a queen, if you were a queen that just puts on whatever spritz, whatever, 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 hooray, good for you. But if you really care about yourself, get yourself something like a like a signature scent. I love White Diamond. Yeah. Um, but my signature scent is a Decadence by Marc Jacobs. Mm. I love it so much. Um, and people remember you from your scent. Yeah, Like for they'll sure. smell you before they see you and be like, oh, is Raya here? Uh-huh. Um, uh, don't just go go to fucking TJ Maxx or Marshalls yeah. and get get the get these. They're That's amazing. They're amazing. I love them. And That's I write your name on your shit too. <laughs> you oh my god, you really have to Yeah. Stop it. These hoes be mopping, honey. It says Latre right there. Mm-hmm. And this is the big bottle too. Yeah. This is nice. What a nice Danny gift. knows I like them big. What a nice gift. Look at that. Oh. Yeah, so nice. You could, could literally. You could put it in here, even. You sure can. <gasps> what happened oh. to your trophy? What do you mean? Your trophy. This? No. Your, your your thick girl trophy. Oh, the lady. Yes. Oh, we alternate. Gurva. We, we alternate. Oh. She'll be back. Oh, okay, be back. boom. Yeah. I oh, didn't... you knew I was coming, so you bring me I the hand. I, well, oh, okay. and then this, like the shady, like, <laughs> shh, shut up. Shh, didn't say it. <laughs> Let's take a break. And we are back. Now, this is the portion of the podcast where people write in letters. Uh, they don't always know who's here. Well, they never know who's here. But um, sometimes it's like the perfect person. Do you know what I mean? Like you are a professional. Um, perfect nail- person. And you're a nail tech. <laughs> uh, people don't know about you, that you are a nail tech. So maybe somebody will write in a letter about getting their nails done. Yeah, that's why I don't have mine done because I'm constantly doing others. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, first letter is here. Let's see who this is from. Is that a deposit slip? People, you know what? People don't do um, stationery the way that they used to. Uh uh-uh. So they like to reuse. No re- more wax re- stamps. Reduce, reuse, recycle. So you can use a Bank of America, you know? Oh, this is why we are so good at okay. being bad. Okay, here we go. Dear Delta and esteemed guest, what is your opinion about nipple piercings? I recently have been interested in getting a nipple piercing and wanted to know your thoughts on the subject. As a bigger man, I feel like a nipple piercing is a perfect way to accentuate my body and figure, but I'm worried about all that nipple piercing implies. Have you ever had a nipple piercing? What is your experience with someone who has had one? 
I would love to hear your ideas. With love and admiration, very James. Ooh. I would say, first of all, if we did not say already, and if you don't mm -hmm. follow Rhea on social media, Rhea is a very, very, very uh, inclusive and body positive person. Mm -hmm. You've always been that way even before there was a movement. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we hit on earlier when we were talking about being raised by groups of people. We were just sort of like, as we've all come up together as somebody's aunt or somebody's a drag cousin or sister and aunt, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's several roles, but we've all always been around like, just be really fierce. Right. I'm not concerned whether or not you're missing a leg. Right. I'm not concerned whether or not you decide you want to showcase as bald all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm not concerned that you're 300 pounds and I'm 125 pounds. Together, we're a perfect 10. Let's do it. 100,000%. Right? Every, every, hey, we're taught to love good drag here. Right. <laughs> like, that's what it is. And even if it's not good drag yet, if it's going to be, you support it until it is good drag and I feel like that's what you guys did to me I was a man in a wig before um you know nine o'clock this morning you know before nine o'clock this morning and um you know now I fruition into drag's baddest bitch and so you just you got to like just let go and do what you got to do and that's what I got to say about this nipple piercing yeah if if that's what you want to do do it now I do have a couple questions do you have sensitive nipples mm -hmm. um uh, do you have large nipples do you have little nipples um uh do you like to play with your nipples you know I I personally would not get them I don't have any feeling in my nipples so mm -hmm. I really don't feel a, a need to stimulate them mm -hmm. um but I love when someone else has nipple piercing really I think it's hot I like to bite and lick and, oh. and chew a little bit of nibble okay rub some things on it uh -huh. when he's really when he's about to ejaculate just twist him a little bit uh. you know I'm big you know it's just like uh I, I love anything I can play with. And I like right. jewelry. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give it to me. You know, Dolly Levi, you talked about her earlier. She has nipple piercings and she likes to hang her car keys off of them. I swear to God. That is a talent. Yeah. Does she do it in her act? Uh, she doesn't do it in her act. She just does it for for the for the fun of the dressing room. Oh, she'll be like waiting for like, the girls. Yeah, you know when you're waiting for for your envelope, Private or shows. as I like to say, waiting for my lope. Uh huh. And she will just clip it on there and just like walk around and like laugh about it. And it's hilarious. I would die. Yeah. I would live. Is is it a new thing? No, she's always done it. Oh, I live. Yeah. So next time I see her, Miss Dolly. Show me the keys. Show me the keys. Dolly <laughs> Dom also. Dom what is it? Uh, uh, Yaves? Yaves. Yaves. Yes. Yaves. Como se dice. <laughs> but I say, uh, the reason I bring that up about body positivity is because you mentioned in this, uh, Very James, that, was it Very James? Yeah, I don't want to say it wrong. Not Sweet James. <laughs> sweet James. I think Big Dipper looks like Sweet James. Have you seen Sweet James on the billboards? Yeah. It looks like Big Dipper. Ooh. Very James. Yeah, I'm going to just make sure. Uh, Very James, you mentioned uh, about being a bigger person and how you think it's going to make your figure look great. If it accentuates and makes you feel good, I think just as Rhea said, fucking go for it. Like, listen, confidence is so important. Like if you are confident and you walk up to somebody and you hit on them and you just want to spark a conversation, that person is going to give you their attention usually, yeah. at least for a second. They're waiting to see what you got to say. If they're not, they're a complete douchebag and you probably live in Los Angeles. Right. But uh, listen, you just got to not be afraid to jump. Like yeah. I, I 
I learned not to be afraid to just go out there and do it and just do what I want. And and if it gets picked up, girl, you got that date. If not, hey, you never know if you didn't try. And if you want something else, I can't give it to you. I love that. I love that. When you bring your confidence to make out Mondays and you might make out with someone. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. Love I love it. All right, we have another letter um, in this handbag. Ooh. Set it over here, off to the side. Let me set it like that. Ooh, this I'm one like was pretty so excited I could spit. <laughs> oh, this is for you to read. Oh. This is from a guest for you to read. Oh, dearest Delta and guest. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You've mentioned in the past that you purposely wore acrylics to control the narrative of being clocked by strangers for just standing there, coexisting. Yes. Walk us through how you would go inside a nail shop, explain to them how you want acrylic nails, and if the salon workers and owners treated you weird since you were doing this in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I imagine you walking in with your herbal essence box dyed patchy auburn hair. You're wearing a teased root, large folded forward Bouncing bang. Behind the bangs, your hair is sectioned into twisties with springy winged butterfly clips. The rest of your hair has tons of finesse mousse holding your spiral plumed mm. hair curls in place. Mm-hmm. Tommy Girl perfume doused on your hair and body. You have a camo print spaghetti strap crop top, high waisted loose black bongo jean short shorts. Wood bottom clogs with white straps and your boyfriend's black bomber jacket with both sides of the collar lowered under your exposed shoulders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're standing there waiting to be helped when suddenly your song is playing on the radio. It's Sade. Smooth operator. You sway seductively with your your head tilted back and your sweaty, clearly Canadian bottle pressed against the front of your neck. After a few seconds of dancing, you decide to make this your new voicemail greeting as the music plays in the background. Mm. I like that. That was good. It is good. The thing is, you were swaying when I said smooth operator. I do remember though, going back to that letter, I did used to wear acrylic nails like 20, I wore them 24 seven and I used to get like this long, but they would be square and they were always called million dollar Ooh, red. Not the square ones. The squares girl, and they curl. Did they curl? Oh. <laughs> and they were called million dollar red. There used to be a brand of nail polish that all the salons had. Like you, it wasn't about gel or dip or any of that. Everybody still did acrylics. And then that night, did you go to peanuts and meet the John that you would meet in the car with the red nails? You know what? What's your favorite kind of porn to watch? Um, what are my, I don't know that I have search words. What used to, used to be that you would put in search words. Oh, uh, extemporaneous is one because I like it to happen immediately. You know what I mean? Just like off the cuff, like so, just right at ejaculation. Right. Boom. What are your search words? Uh, jock pussy. Yes. What does that mean? I um, the only porn that I watch is transmen porn. Okay. And it is just the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. I think it's just the sexiest. I think it's just the sexiest human body ever. You just love it. I just think it's so hot. There's just something about um, a trans man's body that just drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. 
drives me crazy. And I did not even know until I found it, stumbled upon it. I found my favorite website, jockpussytriplex.com. Please check it out. Support these models. They are incredible and they work really hard for us. And my, my, the reason, another reason why I love supporting trans men porn stars is because there's not a lot of space for them in the mm -hmm. porn industry. And a lot of uh, porn studios don't know where to put them. And uh, this has been brought to my attention by Austin Summers, who's currently on um, uh, Hot House on Out TV. Mm -hmm. And he is just so incredible and charismatic. And I've been following his content and he's so hot and sexy. So please go out and support your trans male porn stars. Nice. Absolutely. And if you've never experienced, come and get your life. Yeah. Come and get your life. Do you like, uh, you speaking of hot house, do you like hot house cucumbers or would you like to have a regular cucumber or an English cucumber? Do you have a, f a favorite? Um, Persian I, cucumbers? I, I only like cucumbers when they're pickled. Mm. Oh, so a pickle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you like bread and butter pickles, which are like sweet or like a, a sour pickle or a dill pickle? I like a dill and I like a sweet. What about a fried pickle at Hamburger Mary's? Oh, that sounds amazing. Is that as, is that as good as the uh, Chad Michaels burger, though? Oh, my God. Remember that? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no. It's still on the menu, isn't it? Is it? I it's, don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be. I don't know if it is. So back back in the day on in uh, Drag Race, was it the All-Star season? The no, first it, was All -Stars? Six, it was season four. Season like, four. I Hamburger think? Mary's, they did custom No, it was All-Stars. Right. It, it was, was right? Yeah, you're They did right. custom sandwiches uh, and hamburgers, and uh, they actually went on the menus at Mary's. Yeah. They were pretty good. What that, would be in your burger? Uh Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think I might like it to have... Um, well, Hamburger Mary's already has a Blue Boy burger, which has blue cheese in it, mm. and I love that. Um... I think I would like to have like curated pickles in it because I do love extra pickles in a hamburger and I love um, heirloom tomatoes, like something really, st really stiff, thick wedge of tomato, just a minimal amount of mayonnaise. And I do actually like thousands. I like more than one dressing, but only a little bit of them. Well, you know, um, Ozma, Ozma mm -hmm. says that dressing uh, food is just texture for the dressing. Right. You she know, just uses it to get the dressing in. Which blew my mind when she said that because mm -hmm. it is so true. It, it is the true. sauce is literally all you're tasting and everything else is just texture. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah. Everything everything tastes like um <laughs> tastes like Valentina's now. You like hot that? sauce. I love Valentina's hot sauce. It's your favorite. It's my fave. Do you eat barbecue ever? Love barbecue, but like... I mix it with the hot sauce. Oh, so it's a barbecue hot sauce. I like that. Yeah, it's bomb. I I, I wanted to I we wanted to do a web series called forever. like Bitching Kitchen or something. Yeah, we could talk about food forever. You should do that. Mm, I think it would be fun. Yeah, that is something that a lot of people don't know. There's a lot of things that people don't know about you. I mean, it would take longer than this podcast, but you really are somebody who enjoys life. You enjoy people. You really do like seeing people succeed. Mm -hmm. And I know that about you. And that's why it's important that I have you in my life because you do like watching people fucking succeed. Mm -hmm. And I love that. So thank you for thank being you. here. Thank you. Uh, my advice for people out there that uh, once you do succeed, don't be a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, d don't be mean. You never know who is going to give you your next moment. Yeah. And uh, you never know how you're going to affect somebody else's life. I mean, I, I have literally helped so many people throughout their careers in life and they have literally thrown me to the gutter like I've like I was nothing. And um, but you have some big shit you're working on right now. Yeah, bitch. I live. Ain't nothing going to keep me down. 
Ain't yeah. nothing gonna keep me down. That's one thing that that anybody could know about me and learn about me that you will not keep a good bitch down. Bitch, I have a make out Mondays every Monday. I have a new night that I'm starting with Jojo Guads. So peep that on uh, social media. I'm not releasing yet because we're we're really curating something dope for you. Um and uh bitch, I have a cannabis line. What? It comes out four two four. Perfect. Drag queen cannabis. Okay. We have the Indicunt, the Hybrid, and the Sativa Diva. Wow. We have pre-rolls. We have um, vapes. We have gummies um, and cute little drag things in your curated box. So we're starting this with a monthly subscription service. Wow. Much like Drag Society. So um, go to my site. Check it out. It comes out 424. It's called Drag Queen Cannabis. Um, and you can look it up on Instagram and follow it now if you want. And uh, get in with it now because I'm I'm really starting from the bottom. And uh, come by June, I'm going to start curating with other drag queens in the community. Uh, some have been on TV. Some have not. Um, but I really wanted to create something dope for us so that we could say hi together. That's fierce. Yeah. That's Absolutely. Fierce. I love that. I love that. And also, uh, where can people find you on social media? Drags Baddest Bitch Everywhere. Just just Google it. Ray Latre. It's hard to spell. Just Drags Baddest Bitch It Up. That's simple. Yep. That's simple. Thank you all for listening to Very Delta. You can search for Very Delta now on your podcast apps. We come out, of course, every single Monday. And you can find us here on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel. Also, a special hello to everyone watching the talk show on YouTube. We love you so much. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Every little bit that you do really keeps the podcast and the talk show out there. So lots and lots and lots of love to you. You can also send all of your questions to readmedelta at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram. Of course, you can find Drag's Baddest Bitch everywhere. And also be sure to follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Very Delta. Because if you're not, you're really only getting half the Delta. Join me next week right here for another episode of Very Delta. And until then, keep things very Delta. Next episode, bitch, it's Mark Canamora. Little monsters put their paws up. Yep. But you specifically, technically, literally know how that's done. Because there's not just any old way. This episode of Very Delta was brought to you by Orange Diamond, the official emoji of the Very Delta show. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 